Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. It's Tuesday, March 28th, 2023. UK halts their NFT plans. A judge holds Voyager's asset sale to Binance. Naturally, that leads to the CFTC suing Binance. That's coming up today in Web3. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you very much for listening, watching, wherever you're here. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, here on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe, like, share, click those five stars, leave some good comments, make sure that you share it with your friends. We're trying to build something here so everybody has Web3 news daily, which we know is leading to that next bull run. We feel it coming. Let's get into those headlines. Yesterday, we talked about First Citizens Bank buying $72 billion worth of SVB's assets, and they're doing that at a $16.5 billion discount. And you're probably wondering how they get a $16.5 billion discount on $72 billion worth of loans. Well, that's the FDIC. The FDIC is backstopping this deal because they want liquidity and they want to make sure that these banks stay operating. And to do so, they're not going to take the total hit for all depositors of the hundred and some billion dollars from SVB, obviously. But they're going to say, hey, we will give you a discount if somebody takes over this loans, services these loans, and makes sure business can keep going on as usual. However, the $16.5 billion isn't the total hit to the FDIC. Actually, it's going to be around $20 billion. And the FDIC is providing this line of credit to First Citizens Bank for contingency liquidity purposes. The FDIC in turn gets shares up to $500 million, which seems like a win-win for everybody. The depositors, the people who are conducting business with the banks, First Citizens, and the FDIC. Why? Because the shares of First Citizens Bank jumped 53.7% yesterday, up $313.06. Who would have known? There would have been a monster, monster rush to buy the shares of First Citizens yesterday. Whoever made that bet, congratulations. The UK Treasury canceled plans to launch its non-fungible token that were part of a broader bid to make the nation more appealing for crypto innovation. The Treasury Minister, Andrew Griffin, said said that the Royal Mint is not proceeding with the launch of the non-fungible token at this time, but will keep this proposal under review. So let me translate what that actually means. It means we wanted to make uh, the UK a forward thinking in terms of Web3 and cryptocurrency, but because of everything that's happening with FTX and the US pressures now that are looking into Web3, digital assets, and so on and so forth, and the legal and regulation that they're moving into right now when it comes to Coinbase, the CFTC, Binance lawsuit, and so on and so forth, obviously ensuing influencers, they're saying that, hey, it's probably a better choice for us to just follow suit and make sure we don't piss off the US too much. What are your thoughts? Do you think the UK is acting with the US or do you think they're just making this outside of the US's decisions? Let me know in the comments below. So a judge raised the prospect of sending Sam Bankman-Fried, obviously the ex-CEO and founder of FTX, to jail pending trial. And because of this, prosecutors reached a new bail agreement with Sam Bankman-Fried's lawyers. Under the new conditions, Sam Bankman-Fried will have a new phone with no internet capability, a basic laptop with limited functions, and be forbidden from using other electronic communication devices. The laptop will also have monitoring software to track user activity, and Sam Bankman-Fried won't have administrative access to prevent tampering with the restrictions. Additionally, the new phone's communication functions will be limited to text messages and voice calls, with all other messaging applications prohibited. And I just want to show you this picture right here. This is Sam Bateman-Fried. With all these computers and monitors, he obviously knows a little bit about tech. He created, in an office in Hong Kong with a small team, one of the most valuable crypto exchanges basically overnight, worth billions of dollars, trading billions of dollars. And yet, since December, he was able to use like basically all the tech in the world. It seems though they should have shut this down a long time ago. Now, the news that gripped the digital asset space overnight. CZ Zhao, 
Binance is getting sued by the CFTC on allegations that the company knowingly offered unregistered crypto derivatives products in the United States against federal law. And they offered derivatives trading for cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, USDT, and BUSD. By the way, this is a good time for me to tell you that I have two videos for you to watch that really go with this video right now. It is the Restrict Act and a conversation about the CFTC's suing Binance. So both those are going to add a lot of context and information to this conversation. In the lawsuit filing, the CFTC said, Binance's reliance on a maze of corporate entities to operate the Binance platform is deliberate. It is designed to obscure the ownership, control, and location of the Binance platform. Zhao answers to no one but himself. Binance has instructed U.S. customers to evade such controls by using VPNs or virtual privacy networks to conceal their true location. VPNs have the effect of masking an internet user's true IP address. VPN use by customers to access and trade on the Binance platform has been an open secret. And Binance has consistently been aware and encouraged the use of VPNs by U.S. customers. So basically, in a nutshell, Binance.com knew that a lot of U.S. customers were using the platform, actually around 17.8%, and therefore encouraged them to use VPNs to access Binance.com even though it was blocked in the United States. Now, it doesn't stop there. The filing also points to internal chats with Binance employees. Samuel Lim is the exchange's chief compliance officer through January of 2022, and he is on the record for allegedly saying this. On the surface, we cannot be seen to have U.S. users, but in reality, we should get them through other creative means. And to do this, Binance directly tasks an employee to be a money laundering reporting officer, or an MLRO, to write a report claiming that the compliance audit was so stringent to hide how poor the compliance pro program actually was from business partners like Paxos. As part of the audit, the Binance employee, who held the title of Money Laundering Reporting Officer, or MLRO, lamented that she needed to write a fake annual report to Binance's board of directors, WTF. Lim was aware that Binance didn't have a board of directors, nevertheless assured her that, yeah, it's fine, I can get management to sign off on the fake report. Also, this one is very, very interesting. According to the suit, Binance employees, including Zhao, used the Signal app with an auto-delete functionality to communicate with each other. The suit implied that the CFTC had access to the CEO's phone, saying that it was able to collect Signal, text, chains, and group chats from it. So is this actually something we should be worried about? Or is this just kind of like the news of the day and fluff that's going to uh, fall away? It's just another kind of lawsuit that's going to be paid. They're going to pay some fines and then it'll go away. Well, Adam Cochran seems to think so. And he wrote a long tweet telling you about all the details inside, including this. Oh boy! The case is up and it's bad. This is the CFTC's attempting to strike a fatal blow to Binance. And at the first read through, I think they actually have a really strong chance of succeeding in toppling the Binance empire. Just to let you guys know, Binance has around $63 billion of assets on their platform, including $2 billion worth of Tether, $17 billion worth of Bitcoin, and $8.1 billion worth of Ethereum. Now, as you can imagine, yesterday was a big day for Binance, the CFTC, but also judges in the United States. And because of this, there were some other unforeseen circumstances that happened. A judge holds Binance.us from taking over Voyager's assets, something that we thought just last week was a sure thing. And to be perfectly honest, when I see that everything that's going on in the digital asset space right now, the crypto space, I, I feel that it's a lot of politics. The SEC suing Coinbase. The SEC saying that all these digital assets are securities. The CFTC comes with this lawsuit that seems to be out of nowhere and says that, and I'm going to tell you this, this is a very interesting one. All these assets are commodities. It seems as though they're vying for political positioning. Which agency is going to oversee this $1.1 trillion asset class? And with that, one, make a hell of a name for themselves, and two, get way more funding in their budgets. Even though I mentioned all the things that are happening with Binance, 
here are seven things that you might have missed in this lawsuit. Number one, tokens were labeled as commodities. And they labeled Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, BUSD, and USDT all as commodities. Number two, CZ's phone was accessed. CFTC stated that it's been able to gather evidence by collecting signal text chains and group chats from Zhao's phone. Many are wondering how the hell this is even possible. Number three, the CFTC accuses the firm's employees that they knew that the platform had facilitated illegal activities. Number four, one man on top. The CFTC has alleged Zhao owned and controlled dozens of entities that operated the Binance platform as a common enterprise. So basically everything went through CZ, from buying post-it notes, to paying for Amazon Web Services, to basically running the whole exchange, everything went through CZ. Number five, VIP program perks. The CFTC also alleged that part of the perks for VIP customers was that they're giving prompt notification of any law enforcement inquiry on their account. Basically, the platform Binance or CZ or somebody within the company would let the VIP customer know if any law enforcement agency was looking at their account. Number six, ignoring U.S. regulatory requirements. And finally, number seven, fines and injunctions. The CFTC said it's seeking monetary penalties, disgorgement of any trading profits, salaries, commissions, loans, or fees gained from the purportedly wrongful actions, along with paying penalties to resolve the investigations. This is an ongoing story, so please make sure that you're subscribed to Today in Web3 to make sure you know exactly what's happening with this. We need to stay ahead of this. As you know, the crypto prices are down today. We're going to get to crypto prices in just a minute, but one more story. Chipmaker NVIDIA says crypto adds nothing to society despite profiting from it. And that was said by the CTO Michael Kagan. All this crypto stuff, it needed parallel processing. And NVIDIA is the best, so people just programmed it to use it for this purpose. They bought a lot of stuff, and then eventually it collapsed because it doesn't bring anything useful for society. AI does. He continued to say, I never believed that crypto was something that would do something useful for humanity. You know, people do crazy things, but they buy your stuff, but you don't redirect the company to support whatever it is. Just FYI, because NVIDIA sold chips to miners back in 2017, their revenues jumped 200%. They had no problem taking that money, did they? And they had no problem not disclosing it. They had also no problem giving the money to the SEC, who fined them $5.5 million for failing to disclose that all their profits, or that big, big jump in revenues, came from crypto miners. So here's my opinion. This is a full circle. Chips Act passed to get manufacturers to come to the United States. The banking system is in tatters and confidence wanes as unchecked risky behaviors again put the United States economy on the edge. FTX opens a can of worms for the congressional birds to politically feed off of. Lawsuits pile up and in some cases exposing the complete opaque fuckery by the ill-intended bad actors in the digital asset space. And now companies like NVIDIA are signaling whose side they're on. And as with the CHIPS Act, they have lots to benefit if they play nice and pick the right side. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And the time is 9.39 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $26,869, down 3.1% in 24. Ethereum's at $1,733, down 1.1%. Teller's number three. Binance is at 310, down 5.6%. And USDC's number five, running off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, Doge, Matic, and BUSD. The total market cap is 1.13 trillion. We have a BTC dominance of 45.9 and an F dominance of 18.8. And that was our show today. Look for more shows coming out today. There's some more things that we have to talk about. We have an interview and I want to tell you about the Restrict Act. And until tomorrow, happy hodling everyone. <laughs>